Welcome to the Shine Online podcast. I'm your host and video content coach, Natasha. And after years of being a social media manager for service providers, coaches, and physical product brands while creating content for my own brand, I realized how important it is to infuse video into your strategy, no matter what surface or platform you decide to use for your brand. This podcast will help you create strategic video content that doesn't take away from your business, but fuels its growth. You'll leave each episode with a simpler way to show up with confidence that isn't reliant on the latest trend or gimmicky hacks, but a sustainable strategy. Ready to go from overwhelmed to confident in your content strategy? It's your time to shine. Content pillars are such a hot topic whenever we're talking about creating a video strategy and actually implementing your content. But with so many approaches to content pillars, it can be really hard to figure out what approach actually works. But most importantly, do you even need content pillars in your strategy? As a former social media manager that is now a video marketing coach, I have been in hundreds of businesses and helped so many different types of industries and different types of businesses create their own content pillars. So I'm going to be diving deep into content pillar strategy into this new series that I'm going to be implementing back to basics. It's exactly as it sounds. A lot of those basic fundamental things we know about when it comes to building a video marketing strategy can get really overwhelming, especially with such a rapid changing social media landscape. So I wanted to bring it back to the basics. So you know, what are those core fundamental things that you need to have in your strategy, no matter what happens in the wow, wow west of social media. So get ready for the entire month of May over on the Shine Online podcast. Or if you want to watch the video episodes over on my YouTube channel at Shine with Natasha, the content is going to be fire. And of course, we had to kick it off with content pillars. So first let's address the elephant in the room of what are content pillars and do you even need them? Content pillars are essentially the categories or the topics that you're going to consistently be creating content around. It is that simple. And yes, they are a really important thing to have in your strategy when it comes to generating ideas. We don't wanna just be creating content for the sake of creating. And content pillars gives you a really helpful roadmap to make sure that every piece of content you're putting out there is not only creating a cohesive brand, but getting you closer to your goals. And when we talk about the algorithms that come on every social media platform you're creating content on, Content Pillars actually makes it really easy for these platforms to categorize your content. When you're consistently talking about the same topics and categories over and over again, it's going to make it very easy for Instagram or wherever you're creating to be like, oh, these type of topics are going to be the type of content they're creating about, which means I'm going to push it out to people that are interested in that. So along with helping with your strategy to make sure you're not disorganized and you're posting with intention, it also helps you create a brand. My specific approach to content pillars doesn't lean into you having a niche because when you just have a niche and you talk about one thing, yes, you might get growth in that area, but you're not creating a brand, you're creating a niche. And when you're able to have multiple content pillars in your strategy, you're able to essentially differentiate yourself from other people 
people in the similar industry, but also create connections with the people you're trying to attract into your own community. So in a little bit, I'm going to share my own content pillars with you. But first, it's really important for us to break down what are some common content pillar mistakes that I often see and what are things that you want your content pillars to actually be in your strategy. The most important thing I tell my clients is your content pillars should be easy to create with. What I often see is that people follow structures. They create these pillars that sound well-intentioned, but when it actually comes to using them in their strategy, they have no clue where to actually use them or creating content is really, really hard. Inside my signature program, the Video Content Camp, one of the first things I have people do once they create their content pillars is brainstorm 10 content ideas for each. And you should be able to literally brainstorm four days. Or if you already have an abundance of ideas, they should be able to easily fit into the buckets that you've created. Another common mistake I see is if you already have existing content pillars, they're just simply out of date. Pillars sound like stone structures that never change, but in fact, your content pillars should constantly be evolving and changing with your brand. I would probably say mine change at least every year. Just like you and your brand and your business and your offers evolve, your pillars should also evolve with that. So make sure when you're creating your content pillars, you're also making space to go through and revise them as you grow and evolve. Some other common myths of what content pillars are not, they are not your offers. What I often see is people take their entire offer suite or all the products that they sell or services that they sell and they map those out and they're like, okay, those are my content pillars. When in fact, your pillars should support the offers that you're creating, which you'll see in a little bit when I share my own. Another common mistake I see is that content pillars are not series or content categories or content types. A content series is something like Tip Tuesday or Work With Me Wednesday. And different types of content are like education, entertainment, and inspiration. Those are not content pillars. And if you're only creating within those parameters, it's not strategic, it's not sustainable, and it's going to be really hard for you to consistently think of content to create that gets you closer to your goals. These type of series and themes and types of content can be really supportive when taking your content pillars and then seeing how they'll actually turn into content. And the last myth around content pillars is the number of pillars. And what I found is that five is the sweet spot. You don't have one pillar, which would essentially be you having a niche, but you also don't want to have like upwards to 10 or more pillars. You want to make sure that you're dialing in your content so you have some flexibility to create that brand to talk about multiple things, but you're making sure you're not talking about everything, which can make it really hard for your content strategy to feel focused. Inside my program, The Video Content Camp, there is an entire lesson with a full breakdown on my approach to content pillars, specific methods and concepts, and also exercises to help you create your pillars, but you're also able to get coaching and feedback from me with my eyes on your content pillars. So definitely check out all the information on that in the show notes or description. Content pillars are one of the concepts when people come into my program, they maybe have a preconceived notion of what content pillars are, or maybe they already have content pillars. And this is the lesson that leaves them mind blown and they have a completely different point of view on how to use and create content pillars. So it is, it is the hottest lesson inside the program.
Okay, so now we've kind of got out of the way what content pillars are not. It's important to talk about what they should be in your strategy. Content pillars are one of the foundational pieces that will help you build the no like trust factor, which I don't even need to explain. We all know what that is. The no factor is they're able to know exactly who you are, who you are as a founder, what is the story of your business, and what are your interests and values. With the like factor, they're able to get a vibe with your content. This could be personal connection points or your unique perspective on things. And this is also where you build the trust. This is where you can let your expertise do the talking. And it's also where you can share authentically as you. Another thing with content pillars is even if you do have five, these can be macro where they're really broad and covering a lot of different things, or they can be micro, meaning they're very, very specific to you and exactly what you do. And something that I often find is really helpful as I dive into my own content pillars is sometimes I like to actually brainstorm subtopics because it helps you see what is actually a pillar and what needs to be a subtopic on another pillar. So let's give you some context on my own pillars. Okay. Pillar number one is simple video content creation, which obviously if you're consuming this content, that seems very obvious to you. So this might be repurposing your actual video setup. This could be workflow and systems for creating content low lift content, and also just the mindset of creating videos. My second pillar is video strategy for businesses. So this is taking what I do and who I serve and combining that into a pillar. So this is where I'm talking about what to create content about and how to actually see results with your video strategy without having to stay on top of the latest trends or news and social media updates. So as you can see, usually your first two pillars are going to be the most obvious things that you think about when you think about your specific business. And they're probably gonna be the easiest ones to come up with. Then my third pillar is authority building. So this one kind of specifically speaks to one of my offers and a very specific high level person that I'm trying to attract for that offer. This is where I'm talking about scaling your content, speaking, working with brands, and even launching and higher level strategies for sales. This pillar is a really great example of sometimes with your pillars, they're not always going to fully be in balance where all five days of a week, you're gonna cover all five pillars. And also not all of your pillars are going to go across all of the places that you're creating content. For example, my fourth pillar is entrepreneur wellness. This is where I talk about mental health, my routines. And this is an example of something that I might not share a lot about on my feed are my main types of content, but I'll probably share a lot about over on stories, which is great for connecting with people. And then my fifth pillar is behind the scenes of running my business. This is really one of those things that's great for connecting with the very specific people that I'm trying to reach. And it's a great way for people to feel connected with my business. So now that we've gone over content pillar 101, I want to show you exactly how you use content pillar because I feel like this is often the part of the conversation that is missed in content pillars. So it's really great for creating that brand strategy so you're not just posting just a post. It's also really great for generating ideas, whether you are doing active ideation where you're sitting down with your pillars and brainstorming ideas for each, or it's more passive ideation where essentially you're sitting down and you already have a bunch of ideas that you've generated and been inspired by, and you're looking at your pillars to make sure that the math is mathing. I know we all have that idea that seems really great in the moment, but once we actually look at our strategy and we look at our goals and we let it kind of marinate for a little bit, we're like, okay, 
hey, maybe we don't actually need to post that content. And so it helps you kind of vet out what is actually necessary to create on. So as you can see, whether you struggle with getting ideas or you feel like you have too many ideas, content pillars can be a really great guidance for you. I hope this back to the basics episode really inspired you to reconsider your relationship with content pillars and how they might be a really helpful tool for your video strategy. If you want to learn more about content pillars, be sure to check out the video content camp because we deep dive into content pillars and be sure to stay tuned for future back to the basics episodes. We got a lot of really fun ones coming up. So make sure you're following over on the shine online podcast and you're subscribed on my YouTube channel. See you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning into the Shine Online podcast. I hope this episode has helped you find a simpler way to show up consistently on video. If you loved what you heard, please share this episode with a business owner you know who is struggling with content and video in their business. Or connect on Instagram at Shine with Natasha by taking a screenshot and sharing your biggest takeaway. See you in the next episode.